Welcome to Engage with Ange here on this December day here in Florida. I know, right? It's like, uh, I think it's close to 75 degrees here in Pensacola, and we are dreaming of a white sand Christmas. That's what we do here in Pensacola. I've got um, my friend Jadine Stricker with me today, and she is... uh, all things that I forget and can't remember and can't organize and everything else, and sometimes my actual right arm. So she is here with me today, so you can say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. I was actually thinking when you said we have a White Sands Christmas, we do, we just can't get to the White oh, Sands Christmas. Oh, we can't. Well, we can, but it's about a, an it's hour a little, to hour and a half drive. It's like a vacation to it get is. to the White Sand. It is a little bit like a vacation. <laughs> Right. What is that? So um, recently we had a hurricane that decided to visit, show up at Pensacola, Hurricane Sally, here in 2020. And uh, so after that hurricane came through, it destroyed our bridge that takes us across three miles across our bay that gets us to the beach here. So um, we're on about a six to eight month repair plan. And you have to go way around along with all the other people who live uh, in that particular area in a little town called Gulf Breeze. So, uh, yeah, so, but we will, we will be able to get to the White Sands. It just takes a little longer. Yes. Soon and very soon we will be going to the White Sands. Yes. It's going to be amazing. Yes. It'll be good. It'll be good. So, uh, yeah, so let's talk a little bit today. So one of the things I just wanted to talk about today was, you know, coming up to the end of this year, uh, 2020, probably one of the, the craziest years that I've ever experienced been in. It's been a doozy. It's, it's been <laughs> something. And, How many things uh, can we fit in one year? <laughs> yeah, it's been, you know, never would have imagined, you know, I was thinking this time last year, like when I was getting out the Christmas tree and, and, you know, starting to decorate everything, thinking life was so different last December and we had no idea. I mean, you and I went on a trip to, to Africa uh, in what, January or February? End of, end of February, and first of March. And this was just kicking up. Yeah, the end of February. And, and this was just kicking up. And I remember people calling saying, can you get home? Are they taking your temperature? And we're like, what? Um, and boy, we had no idea that when we came out of that. and No idea. But, you know, I guess what, what I have to really focus on every day, and that is... Um, choosing to not worry, to not be anxious, to not get all up in arms about the the situation we're in because it doesn't do you any good. Nope. And, uh, you know, I've, I've focused a lot and I, I pulled up on Philippians 4, which is a scripture, right. you know, I read a lot. We know it, it's pretty familiar where it says, you know, don't be anxious for anything. And uh, in the Passion Translation, it says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about anything. And and I think that's what I feel like. We're just, we're pulled a lot this year inward, inward to an inward direction, to an isolated direction. And even though we don't think that is a, a distraction or that is something that, you know, causes us to get off course, it absolutely does. Uh, especially me, I'm a goer and a doer and I don't sit down. I don't relax. I don't sit still, sit still very easily. And so for me, you know, I want to, I want to go, I want to do, I want to be. And, you know, and in March it was like, you're not going anywhere. And of course here we're a little bit 
more free than a lot of places right now in our country. And I'm grateful for that. Um, I also know there's, you know, caution that has to be taken with that. But I think it's so important that we understand when, when, you know, when we're reading that in Philippians, it says, don't be pulled in different directions. Don't be worried about anything. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. And I've, I've been on a gratitude kick, as you all know. Um, tell him every detail of your life. And then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, what's the end of this? What's the answer? What's the solution? When is this ever going to end? Um, and I don't think there is ever going to be a normal end to it, you know, and, and that's okay. Life has definitely changed, I think, in a permanent way and a lot of things. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I would agree with that. And I, I think the thing that that's happened is we've become spoiled and we've gotten used to having things our way and having things the way that we want them, you know, uh, and, and easy and we don't have to, there's no sacrifice, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, you know. Uh, we, we talk often because we go to other countries and they see way more healings and they see way more deliverances and, and they see so much more um, of a move of God in other countries. And we always say that's because they don't have any other options. Right. They can't go take a Tylenol. They can't go, you know, um, go to the doctor or anything like that. They have to have a miracle right? or they, or they can't go on or they don't get healed or they die, you know. Right. And I think it's kind of taken us, you know, to bring that back around to what I'm saying, I think it's kind of taken us from this world of ease. Right. Where we have a lot of comfort. Where we can, just, sure. we can just fix it. You know, we just spend more money or we, or we just go do something that's a quick fix and there's not a quick fix to it. No. You know? And, um, and, and several, several different things have happened in our area, have happened in our area, like the hurricane and, and then the, the COVID, of course. And then, of course, we've gotten all kinds of political unrest and different things. Racial unrest. Racial unrest and all those different things. Mm-hmm. But none of them are a quick fix. No. And in our microwave, um, you know, drive through two drive through lines because we're too impatient to wait in one drive through line and... You know, they bring it, the food out to us at the curb because we don't want to go inside. In our society, that's, that's not what we're used to. Right. And, no. Uh, even, and even when I was just reading that scripture, I was looking back where it says, you know, be saturated in prayer throughout every day. We even wanted prayers to be our quick fix, you know. We God, do. just God, can you just take care of this? God, can you just, uh, you know, can you make this happen today? God, can you fix this? Can you fix them? Can you fix whatever? And, um, and, and that's why I think one of the things that gets us out of that anxiousness is we have to get out of that microwave concept. We have to get out of that quick fix concept. Mm -hmm. And I think that's even what we want to do when we go to social media and we rant and we get in all these discussions on social media, we want to be heard and we want somebody to fix it. So I'm going to get on this platform and say, Mm -hmm. you got to fix this, you know, and, and that's not how. It's going to get fixed. Right. It's good old fashioned. We're going to have to sit down across the table from each other. And you preached an amazing message on that. We're going to have to sit down across the table from each other and we're going to have to engage. Right. You know, we're going to have to talk to one another and it's not going to be a here, just flip the switch and it's fixed. You know, none of it, even COVID is not going to be fixed quickly. No. And you and I, I mean, we're not 
old, but we're not young chickens, uh, young chicks. But well, I am. You are. I'm older than I'm you. I'm young. <laughs> but I've never seen a pandemic in my lifetime. Right. Ever. I mean, we've come through the war with Russia, and we thought the world was going to be blown up tomorrow, and, you know, we've been in 9-11. <laughs> yeah. You know, we've come through some stuff, but we've never, at least I haven't, um, we've never been in a situation like this. And, so, and it's not over. It's know? not over. And that's why it's, it's funny because when we come to the end of a year, like we're, here we are, okay, it gets close to the new year. When it hasn't been a great year, you get really excited because you feel like when it flips the new year, we, can, we get a f- clean slate. That's going to fix it. It's going to fix it, right? <laughs> and there's, there's not a fix for, this, for 20, 2021. You know, just to put your, you know, to put up your bitmoji with the, the, the giant hammer slamming into 2020 <laughs> and saying it's over and I'm killing it. And 2021 is now going to be the perfect year for me. Uh, I think we have to go in and, and we have to be rooted in something. We have to be anchored, you know, in, in, in something. And, and ultimately, you know, that needs to be the Lord because, we try to anchor ourselves in everything else in mm-hmm. everybody's opinions and in their comments and in all of their stuff. And, and, you know, it's, there's no way to move forward into that. And so I think as I'm looking forward into 2021, I'm thinking, all right, God, I better for sure know who you are and I better know who you are in me. I better know I belong to you. I better know what your word says. I better understand all of that right. because things are not, Looking bright, brighter and better January 1, 2021, you know, which that's a lot of ones. It is. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking if you said that right, 1, 1, 20, 21. Anyways, but I think, um, you know, I think we have to get out of this being in fear and worry that we've lived a lot in this year. People have lived in. We can't move into 2021 with that fear. Our circumstances might not change, but what our mindset and our, our understanding, it has to, it has to shift even though circumstances externally don't shift. And, uh, so I think, you know, that's, that's something that we're going to have to all weigh. Right. And I I think about you and I've had a conversation lately about, you've been telling me about God speaking to you about posture. And I think, I think internally, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, we have to change our posture. Absolutely. We have to get out of the, you know, I, I sometimes ask myself, what was the last time I just said, God, I just love you. And wherever you put me, whatever you have me do, I'm just okay with that. Right. You know, when was the last time I just said, God, if I have to walk through this, then I'm just going to enjoy it and just serve you and be happy. And well, maybe not enjoy it, but to be happy in the midst of it. You know, we, we're not wired that way, you exactly. know, and uh, we're wired for everything to be, be the way we want it to be. And so uh, it's exactly what you're talking about. We have to get in this place where, and, and you said it when we started, in everything, give thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That doesn't mean you give thanks. You know, you've been through a tough few years. Right. I know I thought 2019 was bad. You know, yeah. when you walk through cancer and, and all of that, it, it's, I was like, oh, man, 2019. Thank you. Thank the Lord. It's over. And 2020 <laughs> is going to be my redemption year. And I'm like... Oh no, you know, uh, but there's always going to be something. And, and I, you know, the word's very clear that as we, as we continue on in life and God is sovereign, that things are going to change and they're going to shift and it's going to be what we think is uncomfortable is not even a good definition of uncomfortable. And we are learning, we are learning what 
a real shift or what a real being out of your comfort zone means. And yeah, I think, you know, I, I'm, and maybe I'm going to do a podcast on posture. Oh um, yes. A double P podcast on posture, but podcast on posture. You know, it's one thing to know what your position is. And I think that we've all had positions and we understood our position in the earth, our position in our world, our position, whatever. But I, I do think posture is a very different thing. And, and I, you know, my hope for me is that I, I am at a place I could care less about my position and I'm more concerned about my posture because that's the thing that's going to sustain me through these, through these very, you know, unpredictable times. And, um, and yeah, we got to do it with Thanksgiving. We have to give thanks in everything and it's in it, the mess. And it's know? interesting, you know, because, um, you've said this several times as you've gone through. Uh, the challenges you've gone through with the, with the breast cancer and all of that, you said, I guess God's just going to take everything away from me. Yeah. And uh, But it's interesting when you get to this place where God has removed everything. He's removed, you know, let's say COVID, he's removed restaurants, he's removed going out, he's removed, you have to wear a mask everywhere you go. And mm-hmm. it's interesting when God removes everything and you look around and you say, what do I have left? You know, or, or what do I... What what makes me up, you know, what is important and valuable to me, it turns your focus around to, wait, there's a person across the, you know, your husband's across the table, my kids are right here, and when all this busyness and all this stuff gets removed, then the priorities, you know, become front and center, if you will. Yeah. You know? You can't help but see the priority right in your face. You don't have a choice because you're stuck in the room with them. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. There's nowhere else to go. and. um, and so I think that, I think that's, you know, I, I would never want us to go through this year again. It's not really been the funnest year, especially because I'm in education and education is not a fun world to be in. Uh, education is a very tough world right now. It's a very sure. tough world. And we have a lot of teachers leaving the field and, and uh, we love the kids. The kids are great, but uh, there's a whole lot to education right now. But um, I don't think I would trade some of the lessons and some of the growth that's been produced in this year for anything, you know, because it's, it's, it makes you, it forces you to say, what do you value? Yeah. You know, if all this stuff is taken away from you, what do you value? Uh, and so that's, that's probably a big thing for me. We're at a value check. That should be, <laughs> instead of your new year's resolution in January, you need to do a value check headed yeah. into 2021. It's the truth. It is true. If your values haven't changed this year, then I I don't know. I don't You've know. You've been in if, a cave somewhere here. Yeah, you're you're living somewhere we want to go because <laughs> you know that there there's no way you can't right now look and say, all right, I, I, my my entire value system, what what I value is night and day. I mean, I usually do not like decorating for Christmas. I'm going to tell you the truth. I like the decorations just to be done. Right. I don't like to do the doing. Yeah. And um and this year I'm all like bopping around and putting up Christmas decorations, you know, and, and, uh, my husband, Tim and my family, my girls, they were like, what, what, what is wrong with her? What is wrong? (laughs) And it's because all of a sudden I really value the holiday season right now. I value that we have family that we're still living and breathing that, you know, there's a lot of people that they've lost their lives in 2020 and, you know, and, and when you, your perspective changes and what you value changes, what you, you know, believe changes, what you believe changes, or it comes to surface and how you act and how you respond should be changing. Right. Right. And, and that's one of the big, you know, one of my 
big heart cries right now is to see people's lives um, be changed for the better. Even though we've come through a mess, you know, hard times should make you better. The difficult seasons should grow something in you and build something in you. And again, when we're always just looking for a quick fix or just to complain about it, or to get out of it. Or to get out of it. You know, it's just never going to, that that doesn't build anything or grow anything in you. That's why the children of Israel just kept going around and around and around because they couldn't stop complaining. They were never satisfied. They were never thankful, you know. And, and so because of that, they just, they stayed in a mess. They stayed in a mess for a really long time. It's true. And, and when I say all the time, I pray over our nation, I pray over the nations of the earth, and I know God is sovereign, but... You know, we have to continually ask for his mercy to to show up and his mercy to be here because that's what comes and begins to change our perspective. And, you know, we need a value checklist for 2021. Well, and, you know, it's interesting. We've recently had the last little bit had someone that we were close to that got COVID and very quickly passed away. This morning. Yeah, passed away this morning. And uh, three weeks ago, they were fine. Yep. You know, and um, we hear those stories because we're ministers. And so we hear stories like that all the time. Right. You know, of. Well, you can just turn on the news. You hear stories every day. Yeah. Not sure if they're true or not, but. Yeah, we don't you know. Hear a lot of stories. But you know, what's funny is I was talking to our mutual friend about, it was her aunt. And I was talking to her about, uh, you know, it's funny when people, you know, if. We, we deal with head lice at school. I don't know if I can say head lice, but we wow. deal with head lice at a wow. school. But if you start talking this. about head lice, everybody, your head start itches, starts itching. If mine's kind of itching right now. When someone <laughs> talks about head lice, you're like, oh, my head itches. I got to scratch my head. You know, and when she, when we started talking to our friend about this situation, it was funny. I'd get off the phone. I'd be like, how's my breathing? I don't know if I'm breathing yeah. good, you know, and I'm like, well, I think my breath is short, you know, and, and it's, it's crazy. But as we are dealing with these things, you know, you, you start having this fear and yeah. you start having this. And I know everybody we're talking to has had to think about it. You and know? those are mind games. They're but mind the enemy, games. The enemy plays with us because right. your breathing hasn't changed from five minutes ago. No. Nope. But your mind is telling you something is probably wrong now. Something's right. shifted. You know, something's wrong with you. And it's, that's, it's a whole mental mind game it's why it's so important to keep our mind on the right things well and you were we were talking about you know you find out what you believe Mm -hmm. you know and your values and so at that moment you know we have to make a choice even we had a text conversation this morning when I let you know that that our friend had passed away and you said but we still have to find a place in God to navigate through this he's still in control even in the middle of the mess in the middle of the mess that's good that you preach that middle of the mess in the middle of the mess god is still in control but he is but it's hard to remember that because we're surrounded by all things that are not god all day every day right well and we and we find out i had to you know I mean, there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to go work with all the little, with all of the little incubators that I work with every day <laughs> that pass around germs. They might make me sick. I mean, you feel those things, yeah. but you have it's to come. building your immune system. is good. <laughs> no, I, I agree, but you have those moments, <laughs> but, but you have to come to a place where you just say, you know what? Live or die. My life's the Lord's. Yeah. And I'm going to live and I'm going to breathe and I'm going to do everything God wants me to do until God doesn't want me to do it anymore. Right. I'm going to do the practical things. You know, we're going to wash our hands. We got bottled water stations and we did, we've done different things in the school to help protect and keep us safe. But at the end of the day, it's God who decides when we live and die. Yeah. 
you know, and, but if we don't have that value, that's why our suicide rate's gone up in the middle of this pandemic. Right. Yeah. That's so true. Because there's people that don't have that truth to hold on to, you know? Yeah. So, to, so just to, to bring back that whole mind game, that's so funny. Cause I think I've done that before. <laughs> like I, I started thinking about COVID and I think about the symptoms and, you know, especially when somebody close to you is struggling with it or. When they tell you because of your cancer, that could play, play, play yeah, again it with could, you. Yeah, you know, it can make me, I'm not immunocompromised, but, you but know. They, people say that to people you, People say that to me a lot. And, but, but it's, it becomes a mental mind game. And that's why our, our thoughts and our minds, the word says to take every thought into captivity, uh, to, into the captivity of Christ, which means let Jesus control your thoughts. Don't let your emotions control your thoughts. Don't let circumstances control your thoughts. You know, all of that. And that that's a mind game. And and just, again, back to what we were reading in Philippians 4, if you move on to verse 8, it says, So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. Pretty much you just can't be on social media um, so far. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Follow the example of all that we have uh, imparted to you and the God of peace will be with you in all things. And and that's the whole thing. You know, we quote that scripture, you know, keep your mind on things above and, you know, think of things that are, are lovely and pure and holy and all those things I just read. But the truth is we don't think on those things. Right. We think on everything else but those things. And when we're desperate and we're in a crisis, then we try to think the other way. And and God's like, no, this sh- this has to be a daily discipline for you. It has to be a daily discipline that you 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 command your thoughts to not be controlled by anything but me. Think on these things. If you're putting things into your mind that aren't thinking on these things, then maybe you need to not be seeing that, listening to that, engaging in that. You know, I was going to say, so, so does that mean uh, the news, the social media, the list? All of the above. I mean, I, I went off social media for, you know, several months. I didn't do anything except share church on Sunday morning. Literally, that was it. I'm just now starting to edge my way in. And I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, you're going to have to help me because yeah. I, I, I choose not to engage in anything. Social media is not a platform for me for uh, for an agenda. Social media is what it says. Social media is, listen, I want to share the things of my life that are going to encourage someone else, that are going to make them smile today, that are going to lift their spirit, that are going to bring encouragement. And that's what I, that's the only thing, you know, you're going to see, um, you know, from me, because that's just how I am. But that's, you know, that's what I want to think on. Things that are beautiful and holy and pure and fun and encouraging and you know, th- those are the things that when we fill our mind, that's not avoiding, you know, some people are like, well, you're just avoiding truth and reality. No, I'm not. I know I have enough reality. I think we all have enough reality, you know, and that's the whole problem. When we live in the mess of reality, then reality begins to control us instead of God. And, and God's the one who is in control, even in the middle of the mess. Right. And I would even say it's super important not only social media, but who you surround yourself with, uh, for sure in this season, but even in everyday life, you know, who we surround ourselves with is very important. You know, either, either people are, are warring against your giftings and who you're supposed to be, or they're supporting who you're supposed to be, or they're trying to destroy, you know, who you're supposed to be. And, and, and so often, 
God says this to me a lot because I get frustrated and I'm like, they're this and they're doing you that. Do? You're frustrated? Hey now, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe every now and then. And uh, God so he says to me, you think people are in control. He just right. says that to me all the time. I'll be like, God, I need them to this and they want this and that this. And God just will be gentle, just like God does. He'll be like, you think people are in control. You know, but but it's important for me that I surround myself with people that speak truth. I'm I'm like a crazy person because all of my good friends are high type A D, you know, disc method D, uh, take charge, run through the situation and manage people. Run through the brick wall. Run through the brick wall, yes. friends. And uh, I'm very life of the party or analytical. And it, but but I the reason that that is valuable to me is because all of my friends keep me in check, you know? Well, we try. Well, yeah, I am a little, you know. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, but that's important. Right. Because you even, you know, we've talked to a couple of people in the last couple of days that got very upset about our friend passing away. Right. You know, and we've had, and you've, I've, you've said more than me, you've had to say, listen, no, we got to pull ourselves together. Right. You know, this is not good and we're not happy and it's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they she's need, with Jesus. She's with Jesus. And and because we know that, that's why we have a hope that others don't have. Yeah. We don't sorrow the way others sorrow because we have hope. But what that does is, again, that becomes that mind game. Right. That it brings that fear in. This could happen to me. If it could happen to somebody this close to me, it could happen to me. And and the truth is, it absolutely could happen to you. Yep. And it could happen to me. It could happen to whoever. The The point is, we have to know where our souls are. And we have to keep ourselves aligned with the spirit of God and our minds in the right place. Um, because at the end of the day, you can be with Jesus on this earth or you can be with Jesus in heaven. And if you're not in one of those two places, then you're just not going to be with Jesus. And I highly recommend him. Um, that's, yes. just my, that's my counsel for 2021. Be with Jesus. Um, be with Jesus. Because, you know, one one way or the other. But because, that's what, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. But I was, that's what I was saying, though, because you stepped into that person and said, uh-uh, wait, wait, wait. Right. We're not doing that, you know? Right. And we do that for each other. But if you don't have friends or family or people in your life that can kind of shake you, mm-hmm. as we would say, uh, then that, that's not good. Right. You know, it, it, it's beneficial to have people. I, it, it's funny, I, um, I got that on instant message. Sometimes you get those people that have hacked friends. And they act like they're that, that friend. And someone had hacked a friend yesterday. And they were talking to me like, hello. And I'm like, hello. You know, and they're, how are you? And I'm like, how are you? I know you're a hacker. I know you're not my friend, you know. And so they're talking to me. And I just kind of strung them along for a little bit because I'm a techie kind of person. And finally, I just said, I know you're not this person. And they're like, oh, yes, I am. Why would you say that? Anyway, after a while, uh, I just said, I'm going to report you and don't do this anymore. Well, they fired back. And they said, you are stupid and you will die. And I was like, oh, wow, that got really aggressive really fast. Why, Why are you engaging in that? Why? And they said, you will die. But my friend that was sitting there said, well, you will die. We're yeah. all going to die someday. And it immediately broke off because I thought, man, that got kind of crazy really quick. Right. But it immediately broke it off. Right. Because the friend's like, yeah, you're going to die someday. You're going to be with Jesus. Yeah. You know, and but that's the importance of that in this season to have family and friends and, and to, that helps us keep right. 
all of that in And I mean, if you're, if you're home by yourself because you, you can't be out because of COVID, mm-hmm. listen to the right things. Listen nope. to things that are encouraging. Maybe you're listening today or, or, or listening to other things. Yep. You know, it's, it's so important what you're putting in. Um, you know, the, in Proverbs, it says, you know, basically as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So that means if you're putting garbage in, guess what's going to come out? Garbage, right? And so your thoughts are going to be filled with garbage. And so we just, we have to be so careful and you're right. I mean, there's got to be people around us that speak truth and speak love and are compassionate enough to care enough about us to say, no, 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 no. We're not going to, we're not going to do this. Right. We're not. And I said that yesterday. You're right. As I was, I said, no, no, we're no, we're not going to live in fear. That's right. We're going to live with wisdom. We're going to, we're going to follow guidelines. We're going to do those things. We're not going to live in fear because living in fear just keeps you in this captive's prison. It's horrible prison to live in. It is horrible. And, um, and it's an internal prison and it's, you know, and and we've had a lot to fear. We've had a lot to fear this year. Absolutely. And that's, that's why I wanted to read this. You know, I want I wanted to remind you, set your mind on things above. So as you're interest entering into 2021, you know, let's, let's choose. I'm not going to worry. I'm going to be saturated with prayer. I'm going to come with gratitude and, you know, that, that attitude of gratitude in my heart. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to come in that because then God's peace will transcend my own human understanding of the mess we're in. And I will be walking and living every day in peace in my mind and my heart and my soul. Even if I'm walking in turmoil on the outside, I will be in peace on the inside. And, you know, and then I'm going to fix my thoughts on these things. I'm going to focus my thoughts on these things. Doesn't mean I'm turning a blind eye or I'm plugging my ears from reality. But what I'm saying is I understand what that is. But let me say, I'm going to, I'm going to counteract that with what God says. I'm going to counteract with what his word says today. I'm going to respond to that by the way Jesus would respond to that. Um, little cliche. So w- I have a question. W-J-D. Yeah. W-J-D. Uh, so I have a question for you. Okay. So you came through, you've come through cancer. You've come through, mm-hmm. you lost your dad. You've yep. been sued um, yes. in a business. Uh, now we've I had, love this walk down memory lane of all my fun <laughs> memories. This is super fun. Loving this. And uh, I know, isn't it? It's just great. Uh, only the way a friend could do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when even when you were coming through cancer, you kept a very positive attitude. You had days, you know, that were right. hard, but you kept a very, you know, God's got this. And, and you still have. I mean, you've right. had further surgeries and you still kept an attitude. So, So what would you say, you know, what determination or what? You know, what caused you to to maintain and and stay focused on the Lord, stay locked in to get through even on the days you still have? You know, we've talked about, you know, fix your eyes on these things and we've talked about different things. But if you could practically say, you know, these are the two or three practical, spiritual Things you I are did. wanting a quick fix for everything. Give me step <laughs> one, two, three, and no, fix it no, really no. quick. No, 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 no quick fixes. No, I'm kidding. Um, you know, I, the thing I would say is that you've got to have a real relationship with Jesus. Right. My relationship with Jesus is very real, and so because of that, I don't think he's some far off person that I never talked to, that I don't know him. I know him, and I've had experiences in my life that I that I literally know him. And it's, it's the, it's the concept of my husband is incredibly supportive of, through all this stuff. I've through. Tim is great. And, you know, he, he just loves me in spite of no matter what it is and just would go to the ends of the earth, you know, 
in certain areas of my life. And, and I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that. But because I know Tim so well, he's become a, a constant sustainer in my life in a lot of ways. And so what we do is we don't put Jesus in that kind of relationship in our life as close as we would to a friend or a spouse or a, a mother or father, whoever might be close in your life, friend, whoever. But what we do is we put Jesus as this far off person. And like, I, I just cry out to him to help, to help me. And hopefully he hears me way, way up in the heavens somewhere above <laughs> the, the puffy clouds and, yeah. you know, wherever he is. Yeah. No, the truth is if you, you have to work at developing a real relationship with Jesus, because when I, you know, when I would be having a day that I was in the pit and I am not the type of person to pick up the phone and call a friend or call somebody and say, I'm just not having a good day. Somebody help me. I don't. I, I will I will just sit there and fig- decide I can handle it all on my own. So I had to have that relationship with the Lord. And in those moments when I really, there were moments I, I was like, I'm not sure I want to live <laughs> if I have to live like this. I'm not sure I want to live with all of this hanging over my head with my, with cancer and all of that. But, you know, I I had to talk to the Lord and allow him to speak to me in those moments. And I didn't always want to hear what he had to say, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But a lot of times when you as my friend or, or Tim as my husband or, or somebody says, you know, Angela, you, you got to shore up this area of your life. I don't really want to hear that. Right. <laughs> or you need to change your attitude. I don't really want to hear that. Whoever wants to hear that. Right. But the Holy Spirit would come to me in such a gentle way, in such a way that he's like, it, it was it was like his his pep talks for me that were just like, listen, I, I know this sucks. I know this is hard. I know that that this is not easy, but I'm doing something through you and I love you and I need you to allow me, you know, to be that be this person next to you in your life to walk through this. And and so, you know, absolutely, hands down, you've got to build a relationship with the Lord and relationships require time relationships require time spent. You cannot know someone. I would not be friends with you had we not spent an enormous amount of time. It's true. Um, because, you know, acquaintances, all fine and good, but I don't let acquaintances speak into my life, right? But you have to you have to develop that relationship. I have this little sign. I saw you changed it. You moved it on my <laughs> desk here. Um, but it says, no bad days. It says no bad days on it. And, you know, and that's the truth because when you're walking with the Lord, there are no bad days. There are days that don't feel as good as others, but I just choose not to have any bad days. So, well, and the great thing about somebody that you're super close to in your relationship with that you spent that much time with, you 99% of the time know exactly what they would say or do in a situation. Right. You know, and so when you're that close to the Lord, you know, and that's why I wanted you to share this because people are in a situation. We're in situations right now that people don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you're that close to the Lord, you know exactly what God's going to do in a situation. So that's number one. Number one would be, you know, develop and know, have a real relationship with God. Um, and you get to know him by spending time with him, reading his word, praying, even if you don't hear something back. Um, you know, I getting to know him. The second thing is I would surround myself with anything that was the opposite of what was going through my mind. 
Hmm. So when my mind would begin to take over and run, you know, 90 to nothing Mm -hmm. uh, with all sorts of negative thoughts, like you're going to die. You're never going to look the same. You're going to be deformed the rest of your life. Christmas, you were like, this will be the last Christmas. Yeah, I really felt like Christmas before last. Um, 2018, I was like, I, I, I mean, it was funny because again, back to decorating for Christmas, my kids were like, what, what's going on with you? I was like, well, I just didn't think I was going to be alive after this last Christmas. <laughs> crazy. And, and, but those thoughts go through your mind. You do. Even though everybody around you thinks you're crazy. There's people probably listening. Those thoughts go through your mind, mm-hmm. you know, either I don't want to live or maybe I'm not going to live or I'm going to, I'm going to get Corona. I'm going to, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, but the truth is you got to surround yourself and, and you have to push those thoughts out exactly what I just read in Philippians. Yeah. That was one of the things that I did. I would put on, I would just put on worship music. I would put on somebody who was speaking the word of God, somebody who was um, sharing, whether it was a, a podcast or a sermon on YouTube or um, something, you know, and, and I would put on something that would literally have to drown out those thoughts Mm-hmm. You have to. It's it's a discipline. That's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. It's he, he says here, keep your thoughts continually. You know, the other it says it says set your thoughts on these things. You know, that means you're making a choice that I am choosing to quit listening to this and I'm gonna I'm going to listen to this right now. And all of a sudden I would begin to gradually have a heart change. Whatever was going on, if I was feeling sad, depressed, anxious, fearful whatever those emotions that were rising up, all of a sudden those emotions shifted because, because I allowed God to begin to take over on the thoughts instead of the enemy, just having a, you know, a heyday in my brain. Mm. And, um, because none me sitting there for a two hour period and watching myself go spiral into some dark place, you know, or whatever, because of my circumstances, the enemy, um, was just, I was just allowing the enemy just to do whatever he wanted. Right. And nothing Wasn't changed helping. in those yep. two hours. Yep. Nothing physically changed. Nothing in my circumstances, in my living room by myself, sitting there for two hours changed. It all was internal. And and that's and that's why we have to make this a discipline. But, you know, I could go on and on. I'll have to do another podcast on that. But yeah. I think that, you know, the two things is is develop that real relationship with the Lord and surround yourself with things that are positive, that are encouraging, that are full of life, that are, you know, that are strengthening you, that are, you know, again, it says fix your things on your thoughts on authentic and real things, honorable things, admirable things, beautiful things, respectful things, pure, holy, merciful and kind things, you know, surround yourself. I I remember listening to the song and you know this because you poor people around me had to listen to my songs (laughs) on repeat, but Passion had just come out with that song, um, Bigger Than I Thought. Yep. And uh, and I I mean, that just went on repeat. You're bigger than I thought you were. Even though I had not seen God finish the work yet, I had I had to surround myself with that because basically what it says is I it's I, I'm already gonna confess that you're gonna be bigger than I thought you were through every day, through every moment, through every situation, through every surgery, through every chemo treatment, whatever the case may be. So yeah. But, and you did that against your emotions. I watched you do it. Oh, absolutely. My emotions. You can't wait to feel like it, right? Yeah, my emotions wanted to be in control. And that's a choice. People don't think that's a choice. Well, it's just, I can't help it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. If yeah. you're listening to me, yes, you can. Right. You can help it. Is it easy? No. Is it going to be probably one of the most difficult things maybe for you to overcome? Yes. Pay attention to what you're putting in. Paying a, pay attention to what you're putting in your eyes and your ears, your soul, your mind. 
your spirit. You know, yeah. we, we have to be alert and aware. And, and I, and, and, you know, I know we got to wrap up here, but I think one of the things I would go into 2021 with, you know, besides I said a value checklist, but, um, but that is go in aware, go in aware of eyes who open. God is, eyes open, ears open, you know, wide awake, uh, to, to where we're headed and, and, you know, don't hide from it. Don't stick your head in the sand. Don't run from it. Don't be scared of it. Face it and do it with, do it with the Lord. Be aware, be aware, be aware of what the enemy's doing. Well, the right? reports are already saying December, January, February are going to be the worst Months. COVID cases. They're already saying it everywhere. Mm-hmm. It'd be the worst COVID cases because winter's coming and all of that. We can, we can, you know, we can listen and we can be wise and we can do things. Right. You know, that's, that's perfect opportunity. You're already hearing that. So, so what do people need to do that when they're hearing that? What would you tell your daughter to do if she said, but mom, they're saying all these people and they're saying. I, I would say, you know what? First of all, we're going to believe that's not going to be the case. We're going to pray that it is, it is less than what they're saying. But if it is exactly what they're saying, then it is what it is. And, and I am going, we are going to go through that with faith and we're going to go through that with God by our side and we're going to use wisdom and we're going to love people and we're going to do the most we can for people and we're going to love one another and we're going to be grateful for what we have and we're going to, we're going to walk through this day, one day at a time and, and we're going to do our very best to say, to stay safe, to stay healthy and to keep anybody and everybody we know that way. Right. But we're not going to live in fear. We're not going to live. And that's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice. We're not going to, we're going to, we're going to hear it, but we're also, the word says that faith is the evidence of things hoped for that you cannot yet see. Mm -hmm. So my hope is that December, January, and February are not going to be the worst months we've seen with COVID. Right. They may very well be. But faith says, I'm going to hope for something different. Right. I'm going to hope for what the evidence is saying isn't there. I'm going to hope that this is, we, we're actually going to see God begin to, to, to do something in the middle of this mess. And, and, and in that, we're going to watch God be God. We're, you know, like you said earlier, people are not in control. We forget that God yeah. is in control. And, um, you know, so we have to walk through it with hope. We have to walk through it with and, hope. And, and we got to laugh. We should laugh more. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not saying it's a, not a, not laugh like it's not a big deal and to slough it off. No, but look for areas of joy but in look our for life. joy, yeah. Yes. Find places where you can have joy because the word said the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. So where you feel weak, you know. I, Jadine's favorite thing is for us to, to get on a trip when we used to get to travel, um, <laughs> way back to, to get on a trip and we'll be driving somewhere. I'll be driving. And when I laugh, my eyes close, especially when I'm laughing really hard, they squint like really, like you can barely, I'm, I just, I look like an Asian person, you know, they're super, they're super tiny and, um, and I can't see. And um, it's so funny. And so Jadine loves to get me laughing, but that, that laughter is medicine. It really is. It is medicine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, you know, we, we can get so obsessed with the fear and the negative and the bad, or we can do, like you said, we can make a choice and, and we can learn to laugh. Even I, I talked to, we, back to our friend that just passed away with COVID. I talked to her niece and she just said, you know, we had this moment. Uh, it, we had a couple moments where just funny things happened and we had, had that moment of laughter right. that it brings life for a moment and it, it gives a break. You know, I used to call it in plays, they called it a com, com, comedic, comedic relief. 
Yes. And uh, that's just vital. It's so vital. I was looking up the scripture real quick where it says that, um, well, there's so many Proverbs, but Proverbs 15, 13, a cheerful heart puts a smile on your face, but a broken heart leads to depression. Wow. You know, so in other words, we got to keep ourselves, you know, joyful. Proverbs 14, 13, superficial laughter can hide a heavy heart, but when the laughter ends, the pain resurfaces. Wow. So, but it gets you to understand, listen, find places that you genuinely have joy in. Right. You know, let your laughter be real and, 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 you know, let, let some joy. We need some joy, not just for a Christmas sign on the wall, (laughs) although it's nice, you know, but, but we definitely need some joy. So, well, I know we got to wrap up. And so anyway, um, let me just, uh, I'm going to just say a prayer as we close out and, um, we're just going to believe that, that as we walk into 2021, we're going to, we're going to allow God to do that with us. It's going to be our best year yet. Yeah. Does yeah. it really matter what happens? It actually doesn't. It might as well be the best year yet. It's going to be agree. our best year yet. I agree. I agree. God, we love you so much today. Thank you for your, for your presence, for your goodness. God, we, uh, we just celebrate you even in, as we celebrate in December, the birth of your son, Jesus, and, and the whole reason, you know, that, that we can have eternal life with you, that he came. And so God, we just thank you for that. And, and God, I pray that our hearts today would be encouraged and would be lifted up because we know that our hope is in you. And so I thank you, God, you're in control and that you would remind us of that. And you would just help us, God, to set our thoughts on things that, that are encouraging and uplifting and strengthening and full of life and full of you, God. And so We just ask you for that today, and we just bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next time. 